Welcome to the BetUS Soccer Channel. I'm Flash. This is AFCON 2023 in 2024, and we now get to the final two. But we're also going to cover the third and fourth place playoff. But it's all about Nigeria versus the Ivory Coast. Nigeria was second or third favourites because they scored goals. But I tell you what, everyone said that they might struggle because they don't... They don't keep clean sheets, and yet they've done exactly that. Ivory Coast, everyone wanted them to be there because they're the host nation. So now we're going to have a carnival atmosphere. And I'll tell you what, it's probably a dream final for everybody involved. But first of all, we have a link in this description, and it is Super Bowl weekend. And if you press that link, it will take you to our Super Bowl prediction show with uh, Jared, with Chris, and with Steve. So if you are sitting on the fence, waiting to the last minute, then make sure you watch that because it's the Chiefs versus the 49ers, and they will give you some avenues and some angles that you wouldn't even have dreamed of. And there might even be a way of having two bets on the same thing and still getting paid. So make sure you press that link. And also, I'd like you to subscribe to the Soccer Channel and ring the bell, which means I'll notify you and you'll never miss any content again. If you like your odds, your props, your bonuses and your offers, then please type in betustv.com forward slash join. There is a 200% sign-up bonus because we are crypto-friendly. Where's my little crypto badge? Come on, then. Where is it? In your own time. There he is. He's been off for a few days, the old crypto-friendly badge. He's a bit late to the party there. But listen, you sign up uh, through the uh, BetUS tv.com forward slash join you will get a 200% sign up bonus now my sign up bonus is uh, is actually looking at me we've got from Nigeria Nigerian big smile is Tony Afoke and from Ghana who's not been smiling well, maybe at the start of the tournament he was when he was all hopeful is Kweku Afari Kweku I'll come to you first I'll save the best till last are you, are, are you split here? Because your mate's obviously going to be there with nerves and everything else. Are you going to go just, you just can't have Nigeria? Not a chance, Flash. Not a chance. I respect Tony. I respect Namdi, who's a person who's with us as well, staying in our, our accommodation. But I do not like Nigeria. I'm a Ghanaian. I'm proud of Ghanaian. So right now I'm living vicariously through Ivorians. And there's no way that I want Nigeria to win this final. It's got to be Ivory Coast all the way. And like you mentioned, we've got the blockbuster final that we wanted. Um, Nigeria, the most populous nation in Africa. Ivory Coast are the hosts. You can't really ask for more glitz or glam when it comes to an AFCON final. And I'm very, very excited and a little bit nervous as well. Yeah, so you should be, uh, Tony. I mean... I don't think Nigeria have been that great, but they've not really been that troubled either. It's almost like they've just cruised through uh, and their quality in certain moments of certain games has just got them to where they wanted to be. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like one thing that's happened with this AFCON is that every team has been troubled at once at one stage. And other than Nigeria, like conceded to Equatorial Guinea in the first, um, in the first game, they equalised straight away, and then obviously when we went two 0 up, and then they brought it back for a penalty, and it was one one. I think that was the first time really that Nigeria were tested. But the fact that Nigeria have barely been tested this Afcon is why I'm actually quite confident going into this game. I was at first, Kwaku was trying to foreshadowed this final and I really didn't want it especially playing a team that you've played in the group stage and have beaten already it's going to be hard to beat them twice but I'm looking at it now from a footballing perspective and I'm ready to take them on yeah a lot of people would have forgot that you know that's a great point that these two actually were in the same group remember the group of death 
Well, I tell you what, two of the sides are now sitting in the final. Now, obviously, we've also got to talk about the third and fourth place playoff because that game precedes this one. Um, South Africa versus Democratic Republic of Congo. Now, I'm thinking that the underdogs, in fact, we'll have a little look at the numbers because look at this, right? I'm looking and thinking they might have the numbers wrong here because South Africa are plus 225. The uh, DR Congo are plus 125. The draw is at plus 215. Quaker, I want to come to you first because I've got South Africa maybe having a deeper squad and this might be one game too far for DR Congo because I saw in their semi-final that, that their brains might or their minds might just be a little bit tired because they got into good positions and their final fall or their final act was just a little bit lacking. I completely agree. I, what I do think is that these two teams are very, very difficult to split, both South Africa and DR Congo. They've had interesting paths to the semi-finals where, unfortunately, for both of their sakes, they lost. Um, but that's why I've stayed away from the money line in this one, just because I feel like on any given day, one of these teams could beat the other team. Um, yeah. South Africa can count themselves pretty unlucky against Nigeria. Like Tony alluded to, there was a crazy um, 10 minutes at the end where they equalised and they looked like they could have gone on to win the game. Um, but Nigeria stood firm and South Africa went out um, on penalties. And I feel like if you look at both these two teams' performances in the semi-finals, South Africa put forward a better performance. DR Congo looked tired. They looked done. They looked mentally drained. They looked like a team that was beaten before they even got onto the pitch. Of course, it's going to be difficult against the host in the Olympic Stadium, 60,000 people roaring Ivory Coast on. But DR Congo looked like a like a faded force already. Um, their best player, Johan Visa, was substituted in the, in the second half, which was interesting because they were trying to chase a goal and chase the game. And I think mentally this team could just be done. Um, so South Africa, for, for my money, maybe going to this game is slight, slight favourites. But what I do think will happen is that both teams will go and give it a go because it's the final game of the competition for them. So for me, I'm going both teams to score. But like I said, I'm staying away from that money line because it's quite a hard game to, uh, to predict. You've teed me up great, Tone, because... Do we expect maybe a change of lineups, or is this a lineup check where some of the players that have not got minutes, or is it third or fourth place means so much? Is it one of those where, like, Visa obviously has got a bit of a knock? Would they say, okay, your tournament's over? Because is, I'm wondering, because I'm thinking South Africa at plus 225 are far too big because they've got a, a stronger, bigger squad. But if Congo put out their number one side, then obviously this game then obviously becomes very, very much tighter. Yeah, 100%. I feel like if both teams do go for it, sorry, I'll say if both teams do go for it, I feel like it will be a draw in a sense. But I'm actually going to go with South Africa and both teams to score. I feel like Congo have had an up and down tournament. We do, like, we we yet to forget, even though this team did make a semi-final, they drew all of their group stage games. They looked good against Morocco, but they still ended up drawing. And then they only beat Guinea, and they won on penalties in around the 16, but then only beat Guinea 3-1. And that was a good performance, to say, to get to the semifinals. And I've liked what I've seen from South Africa, especially against Nigeria as well. I felt like in the first half, South Africa were the better side. I even felt like it was only when Nigeria scored 1-0, I thought the game was practically over until Nigeria got that second that got called back. But I liked what Hugo Bruce done with his team. They had a game plan against Nigeria, and their game plan was to go over the top and trouble that defence. And that's the most I've seen Nigeria's defence troubled all AFCON. So I really do like the South Africa team. It just depends on how these teams go for it. I feel like 
I'm, if I'm looking at it from that perspective, both teams, I think, will go for this. I don't think there's going to be that many changes. I know South Africa will have to make a change since they did get a red card. But I, I expect both teams to go for it just because they're in a third and fourth playoffs. I don't think anyone had South Africa or the Congo in the semifinals, let alone in the third and fourth playoffs. So I feel like for the nation and for them to be proud of their tournament, even though DR Congo and the players did say they could go on and win it, the fact that they're in the third and fourth playoff shows that is a testament to how they played. So I'm going to go for South Africa to win because I feel like they are the deeper side and the better side, but both teams to score as well. Yeah, Kwaku, what about the importance of coming third or fourth? Is this a letdown spot where you think to yourself, oh my God, it's just another game, we'd rather go home, we're only here to win it, or... Does it mean, I mean, the nations, how are they going to be saying, OK, we're going to go into this game and we want to become third in this tournament? Um, well, Tony's well-versed in this third, fourth playoff game because Nigeria are in it perpetually. <laughs> um, and so you've you, you got to ask him. I do think it's important to finish your tournament well, otherwise you might un, undo all the good work that you've done getting to this point. So I think both managers are going to go for it. If you look at Hugo Brost, the, the South African manager, this is a man that's won AFCOM with Cameroon in 2017. He's a mm. winner. Um, and there's a reason why he was brought in as manager to try and win the competition. I know people are surprised that South Africa got this far, but in his mind, he probably is disappointed he hasn't got a step further. And so I think it'll be important for him and his legacy when it comes to African football to finish third in this tournament. And I think they'll just have the bit between the teeth, South Africa, and have a bit too much of a Congo side that are now suffering with injuries, looked beaten and well beaten against Ivory Coast. I just think that if you're looking at this game and you're trying to make a prediction, it's going to be very difficult. But South Africa looked like a team that probably would want to win it and need to win it more than the Congo. Yeah, Tony, just uh, wrap this up. Successful competition for South Africa and DR Congo, would you say? Yeah, 100%. I feel like, you no, know, we looked at all the teams in the pre-show and we said about eight or seven teams could win this competition. And I think if we actually named those teams right now, South Africa and DR Congo weren't a part of those eight or seven teams. So the fact that they've made it into the semi-final and now in the third and fourth playoffs is a testament to what they've done, especially Hugo Bruce, the way he brought back all half of the players from Ramalomi Sundowns and brought a lot of experience into that side. And he's shown that experience does have uh, potential in the tournament. OK, let's have a little look at the official picks of the third and fourth place before we get to the main course. Both teams to score minus 120 for me. South Africa money line plus 225 because the number's too big on such a tight game. South Africa and both teams to score plus 600 for Tony. Uh, Fernando saying draw half time uh, and he likes South Africa. So maybe he goes draw half time, South Africa full time. Uh, again, you're going to get a really, really big number. Let's get to the main event. And what about the colour here? We're going to have gold, green. It's just going to be an absolute spectacle nigeria plus 183 ivory coast plus 200 the draws at plus 175 which is the, the lowest uh price we've had for a draw all competition uh, under over is set at two tells you and the overs at plus 110 which tells you again this is so so tight quaker you take this away because the way that they match up i i'm and you love the 12th man of the ivory coast nigeria go in as favorites but are we mad to think that this goes all the way to penalties? No, it could well go to penalties. I would not be shocked to see it go that way. These teams have shown that 
despite the fact that they're in the final, it's been tight in all of their in all of their round, uh, knockout games. If you look at the way that Ivory Coast, they did beat the Congo very, very well, but they only won 1-0. Nigeria relied on penalties to get through against South Africa. So one thing that we do know is that this game is going to be tight, as most of the games have been in the knockout phase of this competition. Um, South Africa, or, or Ivory Coast, are just a team that are they're laden with destiny, I think. I think it's a, a case of they weren't supposed to be here. They lost 4-0 against Equatorial Guinea in their final group game. It looked like the tournament was over. They sat the manager, Jean-Louis Gasset, and it's been a remarkable run to this point. Beating Senegal, the favourites and the holders in the round of 16. Beating Mali, one of the most spectacular games I've ever watched. A couple of last-minute goals, red cards galore, penalties, um, and then beating um, DR Congo in a, in a comfortable manner. It's been it's been such an interesting run. And MS Fade, the Ivory Coast manager, deserves a lot of credit for what he's done. But this is by far their biggest test. They've met Nigeria already in the group stages and they were well beaten. I know it was only 1-0, but Nigeria deserved to win that game and it was comfortable for the Nigerians. Um, but this is a different Ivory Coast side right now. This is the Ivory Coast side with Sebastian Haller starting now. Edingra is back in the side. It's a, it's a different team. And Frank Kessie is now back to his best and he looks like the best centre midfielder in this competition, which he should be. Um, and so I've gone with the money line, Ivory Coast. You can ask me whether it's head over heart Heart overhead. I just no. Think we know. We know. <laughs> we we know what it is. It's vindictive nastiness. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Don't, listen, you're like the smiling assassin. Let's not get away. Listen, I'm here to keep like to keep it honest, keep it real. Right? Don't be giving me none of that smiling business. There's only one reason you're gone with the Irish coast. It's because they're playing Nigeria. One hundred percent. And you've read, you read me like a book right now. <laughs> I again, I Tony's one of my good good friends, and I'm glad that for his sake, his team got to the final. But you can't get in the way of destiny. And this is Ivory Coast team of plus two hundred. I've gone with the money line just because I do think that with that twelfth man, with the sixty thousand fans in the Bimpe Stadium, it looks like it's just destined to be Ivory Coast tournament. They're, they're going to be the first team to win an Afcon on home turf since Egypt in two thousand and six. Yeah, now we get to you then, uh, Tony, because everything that's going to come out of your mouth is pure heart. But Nigeria have actually beaten Ivory Coast already in this tournament. So is it just make sure you do what you do? But the Ivory Coast have come in. I mean, how is their ex-manager, how's he feeling? Because everyone thought that they were out. They were only got through because of other people's demise. And yet they've gone from strength to strength. And winning strength to strength, I mean, by getting through games, to be honest, because they've not been great. Well, one thing I know is that Jean-Louis Gasset is going to be rooting for Nigeria because the fact that I, the fact that you've been sacked mid-tournament is unprecedented. And now that team has somehow managed to make their way to the final. It's just uh, put his legacy and kind of reputation in the mud at the moment because it's like, what were you doing where you're losing to Equatorial Guinea, losing to Nigeria, and somehow this team has found their way to the um, final? Obviously, I'm going with Nigeria money line. That's with my heart. But if I actually look at this with my head, we've beaten them before. And yes, Ivory Coast have made it to the final in a miraculous... Quaker calls it destiny. I call it a bit of luck and a slash AFCON, but they've made it to the final. But one thing I will say is that the semi-final game was the only time I've really seen Ivory Coast actually play well since their first opening game in which I was there when they beat um, Guinea-Bissau 2-0. That's the only time they played well this tournament. So they need to do it again. And now the fact, I feel like against Senegal, it was just vibes. They were just like, you know what? We we have nothing to lose. We're happy to be here. And they've done it on penalties. 
Again, with the quarters, they had nothing to lose and then they just done it just before penalties. And then now there's expectation. That stadium is going to be expecting them to win it now. Even though they've seen them lose 4-0 in that stadium, I think the fans the fans have been really helping the Ivorians this side. They were behind them and they will still be behind them in the final. But now there's going to be that little bit of expectation. And it's whether Ivory Coast players can live up to that expectation of going to win it now because they didn't really have the expectation to win against Senegal. They, they probably didn't have the expectation to beat Mali, especially when they went to ten, they were, um, went down to 10 men. So with that added expectation with Ivory Coast, I really just do see Nigeria getting through. I'm not sure I, I'm not sure if it, if it's in 90 minutes or if it goes to the extra time because you just never know with this game. I don't think Nigeria wants to go to the extra time, especially with the crowd. One thing the crowd is never going to do is get tired, right? So at least players will get tired, but the crowd won't. So you, as Nigeria, you're kind of looking to finish this game in 90 minutes. But I do see Nigeria winning this game. I feel like Nigeria have just been a better side all throughout the tournament. I feel like they've not been rattled in a sense and they've not really been even though South Africa did play really well against Nigeria the only time in which Nigeria looked rattled in the whole tournament was as soon as they conceded a penalty and that penalty came from their second goal <laughs> being chalked back and then not even play happened straight to a penalty like that that never happens that's just AFCON being AFCON right so I'm using my head here and I'm going to go with Nigeria as well and my heart and I think if my head and the heart are together I feel like there's only one winner obviously Kwaku why not to see it but I guarantee you he'll be partying once Nigeria lift up the trophy Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll be, uh, it'll be like taking off that uh, Ivory Coast shirt and there'll be a Nigeria one underneath just in case. <laughs> He's not having any of that. Now, listen, I'm really interested in there's so many different conundrums here because we've got Nigeria that have already beaten the Ivory Coast. We've got Ivory Coast that have got really, really good players. And we've got the crowd. And I'm thinking to myself, OK, the Ivory Coast could really shock Nigeria early in this game. But then will they burn out? Because obviously they've got to keep a cool head. But again, sometimes you can get wrapped up with the emotion of the occasion. And if that happens, then I think Nigeria will pick them off. And this game, for me, is probably won or lost in the last 20, 25 minutes. Or if it's a draw, the 20, 25 minutes, I think they're both going to drop off. They're both going to be, OK, who's going to be brave enough to actually go? And then the funny thing is that if the Ivory Coast start getting lifted by that crowd in the last 10, 15 minutes... I think they play into Nigeria's hands because I think Nigeria can just then maybe pick them off. Really, really interested. Uh, I think it's probably one of the finals that everyone would wanted to see prior to the first ball being kicked. Two great nations uh, in Africa. And, and I think that it will, uh, it will give the tick to a successful tournament and a successful AFCOM 2023 in 2024 and make sure we look forward to the next one. Okay, let's have a little look at the official picks because we know two of them. Ivory Coast, money line, plus 200. I don't think you can go against that. Uh, Nigeria, money line, plus 183. But see me, it's just another day at the office to make some money and I've gone draw half time. Minus 101. Now, if you actually do the maths, if you've got a draw at plus 175 over 90, then draw half time should be... Minus 135, minus 140, and yet there it is at minus 101. So I'm going to draw half-time, get me money, sit back, popcorn. I've got Kwaku on one side, I've got Tony on the other, and I'll be cheering you both on, okay? I'll be sitting on the fence, which I very, very rarely do. Okay, any uh, any Q&A, now's the time to uh, type them in. But I've also got to remind you that we've got a link in the description for Super Bowl this weekend. The Super Bowl prediction show is there waiting for you. It's Chris, Steve, 
and Jared in the middle, uh, basically giving you every single angle that you could possibly want if you're still sitting on the fence between the Chiefs and the 49ers. So please, and make sure that you subscribe to this channel because we've got Copper America coming up uh, in the summer and the European Championships from Germany. Before that, we start with uh, Champions League and Europa League, joining all the four major European leagues. And the major European leagues are La Liga, Serie A, Bundesliga and the Premier League. Uh, and you never know, you might see these two a little bit more often as well. OK, let's uh, no questions because we've covered everything. Let's have a little look at the best bets, please. And we found some good numbers here because Kwaku, South Africa uh, versus DR Congo. Both teams to score at minus 120 is a nice price. For me, I've just gone for the deeper squad, but they're plus 225. South Africa money line. South Africa and both teams to score plus 600 brings in that little 2-1, which then means we're all happy. Now in the final, here we go. Uh, Ivory Coast camp, money line plus 200 for Kwaku. Tony. No, I cannot believe that Nigeria money line is plus 183 when they've already beaten the Ivory Coast. And for me, it's in and out. Draw half time in the final, minus 101. And I tell you what, you know what I'm like in finals. I'll bet both teams to win on penalties and you're going to make around plus 700. Um, first of all, thank you to also to Zach, who was uh, part of this uh, winning team. Kwaku, I hope you've uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Obviously on the working side rather than the... Uh, was the commitment of your Ghanaian uh, counterparts. Uh, and Tony, your job's not done yet because I want to make sure that if it does go your way, I want you to send me pictures uh, of you celebrating, all right? I want you to, I want celebration of all pictures. Quaker, will you be near to Tony in the stadium? Um, it depends the way he chooses to sit. I don't think he wants to be around me. Um, as a Nigerian in the stadium, surrounded by Ivorians, he might have to take cover. So I don't think he's going to be by me wearing that green shirt. Okay, well, listen, if it does if go pear shape, If he is, I'll take a picture and I'll, I'll video it and send it. Yeah, but I want picture both both ways, right? Because if Ivory Coast win, okay. make sure you get a picture of Tony because we want the good and the bad here. You know what I mean? Obviously, <laughs> because listen, it's still it's still great stuff. So listen, uh, Kwaku, thank you for everything you've done. I really, really enjoyed your company. Uh, Tony, I'm just wishing you uh, to have a great, because you've got a chance of having an experience of a lifetime. So I think that's what edges me for you to be victorious, to be honest, all right? So uh, please have a great time. Uh, and remember to party hard, gentlemen, because uh, you don't get often get the uh, opportunity that you two have both now got. But your work here is finally done, and I look forward to seeing you both very, very soon. So that's AFCOM 2023 in 2024 all done. Is it the Ivory Coast hosts or Nigeria who are going to lift the trophy. You take care.